Welcome back to the Thunder Buddies podcast. I'm your host, Michael Martin, and I'm joined by my Thunder buddy, Joe Masato of the Oklahoman. Joe, how are you doing? I am doing well, Michael. Um, I am back from a week of vacation. Went to Florida, enjoyed the the white sandy beaches and the clear blue water, and I have a new outlook on life. So let's do this, Florida man, Joe. That's that's what we need. Just new yeah, energy. I want to go. I want to go that far. Maybe Florida man for a week, but I did not get into any trouble of any kind. And to the best of my knowledge, I did not appear in any um, strange headlines. I'll do some deep dives. We'll we'll see. But yeah, there was we'll <laughs> there was some news this week. As we all know, it's been beat to death. The roster crunch in Oklahoma City. They need to make some cuts, and they finally made a few. Ty Ty Washington being the first one. What did you get your initial reaction? Yeah, um, I didn't think Ty Ty was going to make the team, so I, I wasn't really surprised. Um, but both of these moves, let, let's just lump them together because they were both involved mm-hmm. uh, in a trade with each other. Usman Garuba and Tai Tai Washington, uh, recent first round picks of the Rockets. The Thunder ends up cutting both of them. Um, if if you are upset at that, uh, my first question is, well, why? Um, but my my statement would be, the Thunder got four first round pick, or excuse me, that, that that'd be something. Four second round picks out of this deal. Um, they really took advantage of Houston's um, kind of unfortunate situation in which they tried to clear cap space to sign Brooke Lopez. That didn't end up happening. Um, then they uh, so Garuba Washington flipped to the Hawks. Um, the Thunder gets Patty Mills. Well, then they the Thunder flips Patty Mills. Um, and gets uh gets Garuba in Washington and and another pick out of it. So uh, overall, it, it's kind of a weird web of transactions. But basically, the Thunder, by giving up practically nothing, got four second round picks. So um, they did these moves for the picks, not the players, as has often been the case with Sam Presti and the Thunder. Um, maybe I was a little surprised, like Garuba didn't stick around a little longer. Maybe want to him to get a look in training camp but from the way i understand it none of those two guys uh were going to be long-term pieces the thunder likes their squad they were fine to move on with them and both of these wavings um created a roster spot so teams can carry up to 21 players in the offseason they wave tie tie that allows them to go out and uh and resign lindy waters the third on the two-way deal the Thunderways Garuba that allows them to sign Olivier Saar on a two-way deal. So now all three of the Thunder's two-way spots, Keontae Johnson, Olivier Saar, Lindy Waters the third, um, all three of those are filled. And if you're wondering why a guy on a standard contract has anything to do with a guy on a two-way contract, it's because uh that 21 player limit in the offseason is includes two-way players and standard contract players. So um, um. Yeah, the the Thunder's two-way slots are set, and the Thunder's roster has been whittled down once more. Only three more cuts, it looks like. But yeah, I was not like surprised by these. The Garuba one a little bit more. I guess I would say I was more just surprised by the timing of it, like you mentioned, because the Thunder were in not in a position where they needed to rush things and cut these guys. I wonder if it, it was any agents involved, because 
last thing you probably want if you're Ty Ty Washington's agent is for him to go through all of training camp and then get cut right before the season starts. Yeah. Um, the timing of it is the part I, I'm not totally sure about. It does give Garuba and Washington more time to to find another team. Um, and perhaps, you know, guys like Lindy Waters and Saar, for all I know, they might have had uh, conversations elsewhere about a two-way deal. So kind of keep the pressure on the, the Thunder to make that happen now. I have no idea if that's the case. I, I'm just guessing here, thinking out loud. Um, but yeah, I mean, and and I get like wanting to see guys in camp, but like the Thunder's not going to make a, a decision off a couple of weeks in camp. I, I mean, they've got, they've scouted these guys for years before they were even drafted into the NBA. They saw what they did with the Rockets. Uh, they've done their background intel, and it sounds like neither of them are, were really under strong consideration. So um, they move on, they stick the second round picks in their pocket, uh, and they fill up their th- uh, they fill up their three two way slots. And the last thing that I've just seen on social media, I don't know if you've seen this and caught up on it, but a lot of Thunder fans are very upset that it was Garuba cut instead of JRE, and I just. I don't really understand the frustration. I mean, maybe it's just the shiny new toy that you haven't played with yet. But JRE, I I mean, we've talked about this before, the institutional knowledge and just having him in the building for a while, it just made sense. And when he was healthy, he wasn't terrible. Yeah, like. At the end of the day, I don't think that's going to be a consequential decision. Like I was leaning Garuba over JRE just because it's like, you know, we, we've seen what Jerry can do. I don't know as much about Garuba, but, you know, a guy that you trust that Houston doesn't know what it's doing and you, you take a flyer on him. He fits positionally. He's a really good defensive player. But at the same time, like anyone who's uh, I listen, I'm not going to like knock anyone who's upset that they kept Jerry over Garuba. By the way, Jerry might not make the team still like um, this doesn't guarantee that. Anyone who's upset over that positional battle, I would say that you know a lot more about Usman Garuba than I do, and you watched a lot more Usman Garuba with the Rockets than I did, um, because we we don't have big samples really on either of these guys. I mean, JRE didn't play a ton last year. Um, Garuba didn't play a ton for the Rockets, so like, I would say you're an you're an expert scout and talent evaluator if you feel strongly one way or the other about that. I agree, but let, let's get into some fun things. We had some trivia planned a few weeks ago, technical difficulties, but we're not That's getting away me, from. By it. the way, I uh, mixed up mi- mixed everything up, put Michael in a bad spot. Michael, you saved the day last week. Two really good pods. Go back and l- listen to those. Um, but yes. So uh, for the trivia, I'm prepared to be embarrassed. I have no idea what even trivia we're 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 doing. Um, this I is Poku's about- uh, childhood <laughs> trivia. <laughs> oh boy, let's get to it. Okay, what, what you got? <laughs> First question. No, this is just some Thunder trivia. Among players returning to the roster from last year, there's only one player on the Thunder who has a negative wingspan. Who is that? There's only one player with a negative wingspan. And I'm only counting returners, so no, you don't have to factor in Micic, Kaysen Wallace, Bertans, yeah. anybody like that. I haven't studied uh, Micic's wingspan yet. Uh, 
I'm going to say Lugans Dort. It is Joshua Giddy. Ooh. Minus 0.5 inches. There are only 10 players in the entire NBA with a negative wingspan. He is one of them. That's really interesting. Do you have the list of the others? Fima uh, Luke is the highest with minus 1.5. Tyler Hero, minus 1.25. Negative one, you have Kelly Olenek and Kyle Kuzma. Desmond Bain, minus 0.75. Same for Frank Kaminsky. Uh, minus 0.25, Denny Adia, uh, uh, Mason Plumley, and Ty Jerome also there. So Giddy is at seventh. A lot of those guys have something in common, uh, and we uh, we can move on. <laughs> Short arms. <laughs> that yeah. Okay, a lot, of, a lot of white guys on that list. The next one. Um, there are ten Thunder players who have nicknames on Basketball Reference. Who has the most listed nicknames? I, I love these questions because they're uh, they're ones that I'm not even going to feel bad about if I get wrong. The most listed nicknames. Um, I am going to say, I'm thinking about this, Michael. I'm going to say Victor Oladipo. It is not Victor Oladipo. There, there's a two way tie here, just because it's so Lou Dort has three, but one of them is just Lou, and that doesn't really that's that's L- fake. Lou to me. the Beast. It's no, it's just Lou, and oh. it's because it's Lou against to Lou, so that doesn't really count. But there are two different players with two. Lou Dort with the Dorture Chamber and the Dortress, and Isaiah Joe with Zay and Stroken Joe. Stroken Joe, how could I? How could I forget? Other players on Zay, here. Oh, go ahead. I don't like Zay and Lou. Like, sure, that's what you you call them, but they're not like the weird basketball reference nicknames. Yeah, like you have J Dub and J Will as theirs. That's nothing. Like JRE and SGA are on there as theirs Kenny Hustle Poku is just Poku on there as his basketball reference nickname uh Michich has one it's Vasa I have not heard that one yeah I uh I actually heard people call him that I don't know if it's Vasa Vasa uh whatever but I I am gonna make a bold statement that that's what uh everyone ends up calling him well I had this question before he was cut but uh, which Thunder player before he was cut was his first, was his uh, legal first name was Destiny. Um. By the way, Oladipo has no listed nicknames, so I'm off to a great start. Uh, Destiny, what what did you just say? <laughs> this was a great. This was a good question before he got cut. But which Thunder player's legal first name is Destiny? I'm gonna say Usman Garuba. Destiny Usman Garuba Alari. That's a cool name. I. I... For that sake, I wish he was still around. Well, we don't, we don't, we already have enough Jalen Williams. We don't need another Usman. It's just, that's right. That, uh, that was, that was a fun bit of trivia. You know, the, the Thunder, Thunder had two Usmans and now there's only one remaining. Even if it's easy, you got your first one right. Shea this year was announced to be a 90 overall, uh, at least in 2K24. How many different players, um, to play for the Thunder have had a 90? Overall or better. Okay. I feel or good who about are this they? One. Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. That's one. Russell Westbrook. Yes. Um, is this when they played no, for the Thunder? Just at any okay. time. So James Harden. Yes. Paul George. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony. One more. Chris Paul. That is correct. Yes. Nailed it. Shea this season finally beat his career high of 42 points after doing it four different times. How many points did he score this season for his new career high, and who was it against? 
This is embarrassing. I should know this. Uh, I think the answer is 46. It is 44. Oh, 44. He did it. Um, sorry, I've had the same like just guttural reaction every time yeah, I miss a question. I know this is important to you. That's why. It's okay. Um, I can't remember if it was the Wizards game when he had the game winner, if he had 42 or 44, but I'll say that. It was uh, a two-way tie between the Pelicans and the Blazers. The Pelicans on two days before Christmas and the Blazers, that was the the game-winning shot night, I think, against Dame when he set the record for Blazers points all time. Yeah, now I remember. It was strange how he kept getting 42. Um, maybe a 50-point game is in, is in store for, for young Shea next year. I predict that last year, and I looked like a fool, so I don't know. I'm going to predict just uh, 45. We'll get up from 44 to 45. Yeah, he he doesn't really play like that. Like He he, he doesn't he hit enough threes for it, probably. In a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, the free throw line helps him a ton, though, just with how much he's able to get there. But yeah, he, he'd, have to make, he'd have to make a few threes. Uh, first, he would have to attempt a few threes. But yeah, I, uh, he'll get there. We'll get there one day. I'm going to make that a motivational graphic with your face on it. It says to make threes, you have to attempt them. Hey, Just, it's I, I mean, that is rock solid logic. I, I can't argue with it. OK, since taking over in 2007, Sam Presti has been involved in 27 different trades. But how many teams has he traded with out of the other 29? <laughs> oh, boy. I would say 19, 18. You were really Ooh, close, man. That's that's close enough for me. I'm, I'm giving you the point on that. A total, a total guess there. Nice. OK, following up on that last question, Presti's known for his trades, but who has the most frequent? Who is his most frequent trade partner among current front offices? So you can't say Maury because of the thing where it goes back to the Rockets and count those trades but just counting guys who are in their current spot, if that makes sense. Okay, so so we are we are talking GMs, though. Yeah, but... so it could be Maury, but you can't... So if you said eight with Maury going back to the Rockets, that wouldn't count. It resets once they get to the new team. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Um, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I, uh... I don't know the answer to this question, but thinking aloud, there's been a few trades with Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I think all under one regime there was Schlenk, but maybe I'm wrong about that. I probably am based on you not saying anything. Um, made a couple trades with Detroit, Troy Weaver. I'm just waiting for your final uh, final answer. You can think out loud as long as you want. There, there is obviously the the big uh, Clippers trade, and that front office has has been intact. I'm going to say Atlanta. It was not Atlanta because they just transferred over to Landry Fields earlier oh, last yeah, year. Landry Fields. Knicks legend, which goes back. It is the Knicks. Leon Rose and Sam Presti have teamed up for four total trades since Rose was hired in March of 2020. 
four trades with the Knicks. I, I okay, have them so here. You, if you would you, like, you, you had the draft night mm-hmm. trade. Uh, well, last year's draft. Um. Gosh, what else? Another draft day in 2021. The rights to JRE in exchange for Miles McBride and Rokas Joka Betis. Okay, I'm not upset that I missed that yeah. one. What's next? And then another one is a three-team with the 76ers. The Thunder get Tony Bradley, Austin Rivers in the second. The Knicks got Terrence Ferguson, Vincent Poirier, two seconds. And the 76ers received George Hill and Ignis Brazadakis. Ah, Michigan legend. And then the last Actually, one, uh, didn't it, I, I couldn't find, but I, I trust Spotrack when they said there were four. So so okay, um, that that makes three that, was still the record. I'm pretty sure that's fine. Um, that that surprises me. You know, there's been there's been so much turnover across the league. I, I mean, Presti's been here forever. I mean, since the Thunder existed. So that that's a really good question because it makes you think not only about the team but who's been in charge of said team. I appreciate it. the next one. The Thunder have not one but two players named Jalen. On their team. I don't know if you knew this. I did not. Is that the uh, No, that's not the question yet. After another crop of Jalen's joined the league with Jalen Pickett, Jalen Slauson, Jalen Hood, Scafino, Wilson, Clark, and Martin, this totals to 18 Jalen's in the NBA, not counting the rookies and the Thunders Jalen's. There are nine currently in the NBA. How many can you name? Is this any spelling of Jalen? Any spelling of Jalen. As long as it is pronounced as Jalen, it counts. So there are nine, not counting the newcomers yeah so nine guys from last year essentially are we uh, not counting j-dub and j-will oh gosh okay jalen brunson yes i don't think jalen horde was in the nba no darn um jalen brown yes Seven more. Jalen. <laughs> Jalen Suggs. Yes. Jalen. Oh boy. I'm running out of I'm running out of steam. Jalen, uh, give me a team. <laughs> give you a team. I'll um the Houston Rockets. You should have known this one. Jalen Green. Yes. I need I need to be helped here. Detroit. I'm, uh, um, uh, why am I blanking here? I'm thinking of Jaden Ivey. He played on the Team USA Select. Oh, Jalen Duran. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks, Jalen Johnson. And then we have uh, two more here, one with the Pacers. And then uh, this one, let me look up what team he plays for. I'm not expecting you to get him. The Pacers have a player by the name of Jalen. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I'm done. Jalen Smith and Jalen Noel of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Ah, Jalen Noel. That's a deep cut. Um. I, I feel bad that I had to have the help there, but that that's one of those where 
if this was a written test and I could take a minute or so, I think I could have gotten a couple more. I would have gotten Green, Durin, um, maybe Jalen Smith. I don't know, though. But since we're on a podcast, I don't want to have too much dead air, Michael. So that's what I'm going to blame it on. I appreciate it. Well, at the time of his hiring, Mark Dagnall was the youngest coach in the NBA at 35 years old. Now entering his fourth season as head coach, he's the third youngest in the NBA who are the two coaches younger than him and the two coaches uh, that are directly above him, rounding out the top five of youngest coaches? Uh, younger than him, Will Hardy and Joe Missoula. Mm-hmm. And then the two the directly two above him. Oldest. Taylor Jenkins? That is one. Chauncey Billups? Willie Green. Ah, the New Orleans Pelicans. I picked a wrong former guard. Household name, Willie Green. Last year at Thunder Media Day, Sam Presti called Shea and Dort the Molson Twins, a reference to the Canadian brand uh, beer (laughs) Molson and the Olsen Twins from the hit 90s uh, sitcom Full House. The Thunder are tied for second in the NBA with the most Canadians on their roster with the Sacramento Kings, who have Trey Lyles and Chris Duarte. One team has three maple-blooded Canadians. Which team is that? Um, let me think here. Um, okay, the team with the most Canadians. Yeah, three. There's three of them. They added two of them at least this off season. Now that's an interesting. They added two of them this off season. Um. Okay, so it's not it's not the Nuggets. No, it is not. I'm gonna say the Raptors because if it's right, if it's wrong, if it's right, I'll look. Is it the Raptors? It is not the Raptors. Hmm. Shout out Chris Boucher. Um, Kelly Olynyk. Where, where's where's he at? He's in Utah. It's not the okay. Jazz, but he's in Utah. <laughs> it's not the Jazz. <laughs> oh boy. Who 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 uh, who? What other Canadians just signed? These are not some huge names, so there, there's no shame in not getting this one. You're going to be mad at oh, me whenever oh. I read out the names. Um, Dylan Brooks just signed. He's Canadian. Yes, he is. But it's not the Rockets. It's not. Oh gosh. Um. Okay. Other Canadian free agents. Um, and a- Andrew Wiggins is still in place. You're not getting this. This is these guys didn't even play hey, for Team Canada. Don't, don't discount. This my, is not uh, personal. Whenever I say these names, you're gonna go. Oh Caleb yeah, I had no Houston. chance. N- no. Gosh, okay. Well, who, what's the team? It's the Boston Celtics. They signed Delano Banton and O'Shea Brissett along with Minfandu Cabangale. Oh Jesus! Just some household names, Joe. That's very obvious. People at home are screaming at their at their phone. The Boston Celtics. How can you forget Delano Banton? He's a great backup point guard. Yeah, Banton. He he had some buzz last year with the uh, with the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Western Kentucky University, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm I'm just trying to show off any bit of trivia knowledge I I have considering the Afor uh, about the aforementioned players. By the way, Molson the beer never had it until last year when I went to Toronto. And 
after the game in the media workroom, they have Molson's for everyone. So I was drinking a Molson as I was writing my game story, and I was reminded of the Molson Twins reference uh, that I did not get fully at the tw- at the time. I, I know the Olsen Twins, but I did not know Molson the beer. Um, so, yeah, I shout think, out Canada. I think that should be mandatory at NBA pressers. We need some looser questions. Everybody sauced yeah. up a little bit before we get in there. <laughs> this was after the presser, but uh, before the presser might be more interesting, depending on how early we start. We have the designated question asker, and that's just the one person who is drinking the most. And it's just like random drawing straws. Yeah. Some of them might not as much. Asking a question, it's like, that is not my name. (laughs) During the 22 23 season, Lou Dort led the Thunder in total attempts from three with 409 attempts. Who led the first ever Thunder team in 2008 2009 in total three points attempts? Attempted. Uh, this is not is, this is not some is random West. player. This Kevin is someone. Durant. It is not Kevin Durant. He had two hundred and thirty. He was second. Uh, Jeff Green. Jeff Green with two hundred and forty-seven. He led the team with two hundred and forty-seven. Yeah, that's crazy. Just yeah, there were only three guys on the entire roster to take over a hundred. It was Jeff Green, Durant, and Russ with one hundred and twenty-nine. Wow. Yeah. It. It. It's wild when you like look back even five years ago, you know, much less 10 years ago about just how much, you know, the, the, just the increase of three point attempts. Like it's, it's just wild. This season, 13 different players um, from the Thunder attempted over 100 threes. Who are the six who didn't reach the century mark? But this is anyone who played a game for them. So Anyone they who played a game. So Olivier Saar. Olivier Saar was the least with eight. Okay, so everyone who did not attempt 100 threes? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I I have to think of guys who, who barely played. So there played. are six, and you already have one of them, so five left. I'm off to a great start. Jared Butler. Jared Butler, 14. You have the bottom two. Oh, wow, working my way up. Um, is this with the Thunder or with just with anyone? the Thunder? Um, Dario Saric. Dario Saric was second with forty six. So you have one, three, and four left here. One, three, and four. Um, okay. Jeremiah Robinson Earl. He had at least a hundred somehow. Gosh darn it. Um, okay. Let me keep thinking about this. Uh Poku. Not Poku. He had a hundred at least. Who who am I forgetting that they uh Eugenio Marui. Eugenio Marui, thirty one. You have number one and number three remaining. Trying to think of other two-way guys. It's not Lindy. Um, not Wiggins. Uh, I I don't know. I'm 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 blanking. I'm drawing you, a blank. Uh, uh uh Darius Baisley. Darius Baisley with forty-five. This last player attempted ninety-eight. 
98 threes. Who attempted 98 three-pointers? Uh, Aaron Wiggins. Incorrect. Kenrich Williams. No. Who is it? It is Usman Jang, 98. Uh, Usman Jang. I forgot all about Jang. It's all about the three. It's a new NBA. There's a heavy emphasis on uh, basically a requirement that big men shoot threes. The question is, Joe, did Jay Will in his rookie season take more threes or less threes than Nick Collison took his entire career? <laughs> I'm going to say more. He did take more. Jay Will Yay. took 113 shots from three in 49 games. Collison in 910 games and 14 seasons. Mr. Thunder only took a total of 101 threes. That's a really good. Uh, that's a good one. Jay Will has also tied Collison's career high in three pointers attempted in a single game at five and already beat his career high of made threes in a game with three. I'm better at these multiple choice questions where you give me two possibilities. The the season lost in time was the 21. Uh, no, it was the 2021 season uh, where there were no fans in the building. Who led the Thunder in total blocks that season? Total blocks in the 2020-21 season. Um, okay, I'm just going to rattle off some candidates thinking out loud. I, I don't think Horford would have been here long enough. Uh, Moses Brown is another name I'm thinking of. But this is total, not just per game. Okay. Um, Shay was hurt. Poku? It was not Poku. Darius Baisley. Nope. Oh, no. I'm pulling it up here just so I can make sure that I don't have it wrong. I was pretty proud of that Baisley guess. I, I thought it was I thought it was going to be. Well, I feel like a miss- fool. It was Moses Brown. Whenever I looked up this earlier, it was Teo Maladon. So it didn't change, Michael. No, the, the numbers have been shifted. This is a this is a straight lie. This is made to me made me look like a fool. Teo Maladone did lead the team in minutes that year. We're just going to skip that question act like it didn't happen. Okay. No, let's act like it did happen. <laughs> Moses Brown, what a pull. What a pull. <laughs> okay, we'll give you credit and we'll give me a disservice for that. Okay. <laughs> I have one more question here. Shea in his first five games of the season was perfect from the free throw line. This goes back to our very first pod we recorded, Joe, where yeah. we talked about how long it would go before he missed one. How many did... Shea make before he finally missed um, his first free throw of the season? Uh, gosh. It's in the 30s or 40s. Am I right about that? That is correct. <laughs> okay, so it's anywhere between 30 and 49. Uh, I think it's 34. It is not it is exactly 34. You're right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what a fake out. I am just really surprised. I can't believe Yeah, I was like, there's no way he'll uh, get this right. I am just shook. But you know your stuff. You were trying to jinx that for the line, uh, the longest time. Yeah, I was. I was keeping track of it with every make. And I think that's probably why I remember it. Um you know, Michael, I should have done better on some of the other trivia questions, but all in all, those were fun questions, and I 
I'm going to give myself like a like a C there, a passing grade. I'd give you above a C. I mean, some of these questions just the odds were against you. I mean, the the Boston Celtics one, that one probably wasn't fair. All the Jalen's next year, we will come back and you'll have to name all 18 Jalen's. Yeah, you you said a lot joined this year. Um, yeah, nine were in the league, and then nine joined, or I mean, no, seven more joined this year. There were really eleven with J Dub and J Will. It's a it's a crazy story. I mean, I I talked to both. I, I talked to the parents of J Will and J Dub just to do a fun story about how they settled on Jalen, and like everyone during that era. It all does go back to Jalen Rose, which is just crazy. And uh, I think it was J-Dub's dad who told me, like, yeah, like, at the time, it wasn't that popular. But then as he got older, we're going into basketball gyms and someone yells Jalen and, you know, half the gym looks tur- turns around because there's all these kids named Jalen. And then J-Will, his dad, said that they wanted to put their own spin on it. And that's why they spelled it the way they did. Uh J-A-Y-L-I-N, which is also the same spelling as the the dude at Auburn who, by the graces of God, did not come out uh, for the NBA draft this year. So, yeah, a lot, a lot of Jalen's. I remember, yeah, they, they asked, you were at the draft, and I remember someone, some brave soul asked Sam about that, and it's like, um, about... Jalen Williams, Barry, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, I can't comment on that guy. He's not even in the draft. Barry's yeah, I, one last shot. <laughs> yeah, Barry knew he could not answer that question, but I uh, was looking for the laugh, and and he certainly got that. So, there's still time for Jalen Williams. I I have no idea because thankfully, as a writer primarily, I'm able to spell their first names differently. But if they had the same exact spelling, that would create. A big, big problem. Yeah, I don't big. know. At least the Thunder have cornered the market of that draft. There's no way Presti can look like a fool. It's like, well, you drafted the wrong Jalen Williams. No. 100% guarantee you got the right one. Yeah. And yeah, they they did. I'm, I know that's repeating what you just said, but uh, one of them looks to be a potential star and the other one looks like a steal for where he was picked. The idea that they would get two Jalen's out of that draft and not the one where it looked like they're going to have two top five picks where the, uh, they ended up getting Josh is incredible. That was the Jalen green and Jalen Suggs draft. Yeah, that is, that is wild. Jalen, 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 but Joe, Jalen's thanks so much for coming on with me. Um, I do want to give, um, some, uh, homework to our listeners. We would like some more reviews, some more descriptions, just some things going out there. I know that we've had a big uptick in listenership recently, and we are very thankful for that. So we just want to hear any constructive criticism, what you guys like to hear, don't like to hear, um, complaining about my voice, whatever it is. Yes. You want more, uh, Joe? No, no. um, Please, please actually do that, because sometimes it's... We have seen the the numbers go way up since Michael has taken the helm here and uh, provided some much needed organization to this podcast. But sometimes it seems like we're speaking into the ether. And uh, if we don't hear any feedback, we don't know how to get better and we would like to get better. So we certainly appreciate you guys listening. 
Michael, I certainly appreciate you. And it was great to be back on the Thunder Buddies podcast. Glad to have you back. Yeah, if we don't get any feedback uh, back, we're just going to just go through uh, and document Joe's entire vacation day by day. I'm just going to like scream for like 40 straight minutes and see if anyone says something. Honestly, if you could keep that up, I'd be super impressed. If you could go 40 straight minutes of just yelling at the top of your lungs without your wife interrupting you. Hey, you're good at uh, this editing stuff. I'll just scream for a few seconds and you'll just stretch it out. I'm sure that would be our most downloaded pod of all time. (laughs) The Joe Masato screaming special. Hey. Uh, that I would turn that into a meme so fast. If you don't, if you don't give us a comment, and we're not even looking for nice comments, we want you to be mean if it, you need to be mean. But I mean, put a five star. The... Put five stars and then comment something mean. <laughs> yeah, five stars. These guys suck. Um, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. I mean, do it if you want. But anyway, we'll see. Yeah, our next giveaway is going to be a signed eight by ten of Joe from uh, those uh, the game programs. And if he won't sign them, I'll forge his signature. Yeah, I won't be I won't be signing any of those. I don't want I, I don't want to see any of those. Uh, let, let, let's let's wrap up before we dwell too much on that. Michael. <laughs> OK, sounds good. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Like I mentioned, rate us five stars on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Leave a description. We'd love to hear your feedback at Thunderbud Pod on Twitter. And we will be back again for more Thunder Talk on Friday.